Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm King Tut's asshole. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I'm here in case you succeed. I don't want to die. And your men don't want to die. And these people certainly don't want to die. It's a shame you're in such a hurry to. Give my regards to King Tut, asshole. Cue the theme song. You, that theme song. Show him. Jackson, I'd like you to meet General West. Oh, Todd asked. So you think you've solved in 14 days what they couldn't solve in two years? Asshole. We're going back into the 90s, the heydays. Uh, things really turned around in the 90s for filmmaking. And I remember from my youth, um, I would have been in just getting into high school around 94. When this came out, I would have definitely saw it in theaters. And the trip through the Stargate stood out in my mind for a great time after that. Uh, Stargate, the movie that spawned several spin-off shows, uh, directed by Mr. World Destroyer himself, Roland Emmerich, written and directed, another written-directed combo. Uh, and we have a not insignificant cast coming together for this one with Kurt Russell, James Spader, uh, Jay Davidson, Vivica Lindforce, uh, and as you go down the list of actors in this movie, you might see some other names like Digimon Ansu, who would later be in Blood Diamond with the Diamonds. He was one of the guards, if you guys didn't know that. I did not. Uh-huh. I didn't either. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's absolutely fascinating. French Stewart. Um, yeah, French Stewart also. Uh, very un-French, French Stewart. Yeah. Cajun um, Stewart. Uh, <laughs> um, $55 million was poured into this movie in 1994. Woo. And it went times four, baby. Just under $200 million to come back. And it was a pretty big smash hit um, in the 1994 year in the theater season. Um what? Uh, okay, first of all, let's maybe I'll do a little bit of research on the fly here. But you guys talk about your history with this. I definitely saw this in theaters, and and it kind of really popped in my mind. And I watched it a few times after as a young person. How'd you do with Stargate? Yeah, same. Uh, Would have been a theater release type of a uh, watching, and then, I mean, these things, especially back in the day, there's not near the amount of releases you get nowadays. So, I mean, a blockbuster like this would be on TV for a while afterwards and you see it. You end up seeing these things a number of times as a kid. So, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I definitely the remember, thing I remember about this movie is, uh, that, uh, I read an article that Dean Devlin who wrote it, uh, got so fucked over by the studio who made it, which who's the studio that made this one? I can't remember. Um, I can find that out. Yeah, so uh, he, MGM. So what they did to MGM him distributed is they got him to yeah. sign a contract for the script and they paid him for the script, but they did not give him they they made sure they didn't give him rights. 
he had rights for any sequel, theatrical sequels. He had to write them and be paid for them. But he didn't have television rights. So what they did was turn it into that TV show with, uh, I mean, Brent found out it was MacGyver. And he got fucking nothing. Yeah, that's right. Because it wasn't in his contract. So then he went and wrote Independence Day and sold it to Fox. And it made like a hundred million. It made like a billion dollars or something like that. So he fucked this studio out of that script. Yeah. To get them to pay for his little bit of payback. Um, Did anyone ever watch the Stargate television show? I don't think Brent said he didn't when we were watching this. Did you, John? I tried, but I I like put it out there as like a a ton of camp. Like this wasn't even at a Battlestar Galactica level of seriousness. Maybe it was and I just watched the wrong episodes, but I just never got into it. And it's not it didn't seem like the kind of show you could just drop in like you really would have had to start with season one and get to know the characters. And um, then some of the stories might have made a bit more sense. I saw clips all over the Internet, too, from Stargate SG-1 and whatever the other ones were. So it's I, I was very aware of it. It just never seemed like it was my cup of tea. Like, I liked this movie Stargate, but not enough for me to want to, like, really dig into anything behind it. I don't think that this had, a, the show had, a, a other than it having a Stargate, had anything else to do with this one probably anyway. I think they were jumping all over the place with that gate. Was yeah, it more like same a, exact world. They just apparently, like, I didn't see it, but I read about it today a little bit. They, it's like, basically like a quantum leap, but they're just like... Yeah, you dial the machine, fucking, you have the right yeah. coordinates, you dial the right ones, you go somewhere, and the, this world was just one of those things. They <clears throat> they obviously didn't blow up the Stargate on the other side uh, if they're going from true Stargate canon. Um, so this movie, I noted this, um, by the time James Spader is standing at the gate of the Stargate. It's 30 minutes into the movie. Too late? Well, yes or no? Coming into Act 2. So you can you can have Act 2 at page 30. Um I don't like the I don't what was the beginning again? The beginning is where they find it in uh Egypt or whatever beside the pyramids. <laughs> they do yeah. that very quickly. Yeah. yeah, you get through that and then Spader's doing his lecture. Yeah, I don't um, think there's and anything he's kind of he's the, laughed at. And then, you know, it's all slow, it's all slow baked, right? Coming in. And then, you know, we get a little bit of the Colonel uh, with Kurt Russell. I mean, it's like, it's wordless, what kind of what's going on with him, um, which I I thought was kind of a smart way to move that along quickly. Um, He hides the gun underneath. You get the sense his son just died, his hair is long, and they're like, it's time to come back. You kind of learn a lot from that very little bit. So I like how fast all that stuff moves. But I still found, I don't know, like, it's just, it's a little thick to, to, to go all the way through the first act. It's Some of it seemed to slow down when they were trying to figure it out. It's never, like, really boring, but considering the length of the movie overall, I was thinking, I don't know, some of that could have been sped up slightly where they figure things out. Like, no one saw Orion in that in that thing. No one guessed that. Yeah, that I know. Seemed... Two years. They're, those guys were... Uh... Everyone was like, Spader's a genius. It's just like, no, yeah. he just has eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does everyone else start blind? Or like, has no like understanding of anything? Like, the things he uncovered seemed a bit obvious. I mean, that was the only problem with uh, it. 
I like I liked when <clears> he was decoding it and like he's a fringe archaeological guy, whatever he is. So like I, I thought that was all passable that he was like the only guy who did decode it and no one believes his way. But but that's you know that that all helped for sure um, get things going. And he like he set him up as kind of the bashful. I don't know him having the allergies and stuff like that is a little on the nose to create the whatever compassion for him that 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 they were trying to do. But I think he's set up in a fine way. Um, I think the colonel's a little more a little more wooden, I guess. But like he has his reasons for going through the gate too, which which are pretty well established. So you know what. It, it all works to get us through the like through the gate and get everything introduced. It just takes a little bit longer than I than I maybe would like. No, that's fair. Vader's an outsider too, right? Because he believes. Well, he knows what Willie. He doesn't know exactly what Willie happened, but he believes that humans didn't build the pyramids, and he was, of course, right, proven right. But so, but like he's kind of like laughed at by the scientific community or. Uh, and uh, made fun of. So you kind of give him some, uh, you know, something that you may feel sorry for him maybe about. Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely builds up. um, Like, he seems like an honest guy who, like, knows some stuff. Um, And, like, how secretly guarded all this stuff is, is... is, um, uh, it's not it's not like too far out there. They're dealing with something big. It seems like such a huge deal, right? So I buy into the whole pomp and circumstance when they're trying to fire it up and they're like, Chevron two locked in place, fuck. Yeah. Um, it's all like let's let's see what's happening. And you know what? I bet those water swirl effects for the Stargate were like cutting edge at the time where they probably just c- composited in a glass of water with a swirling tornado in it, but a still very cool effect even today. And the Stargate going through itself is absolutely fine as a thing. Like contact has a similar travel through the wormhole type thing, and and this one is is absolutely fine. Like given the age of this movie and yeah. everything else, I'm I'm pretty much I'm with this movie right up until we go through the Stargate, and then some other things start to happen. Where where exactly did it lose fall off for you? Because I felt like the first. 30 minutes were fine too. Where where did it start getting rough? I mean, pretty much uh, reflecting on this movie, I just wish they had gone to a different world. I really don't like too much of anything when we go into the other side of the gate. The movie starts to step into like tropes and cliches and the soldier guys are not soldierly at all. They're like, they might as well be a ragtag group of convicts for how the soldiers in this act and they're stupid and they're so fucking stupid and i'm just like jesus and like let's go to oh there's a civilization let's uh crest our let's stand on the crest of this hill so we're obvious in four black cloaked shadows standing oh no we've made first contact whoops uh let's just walk down with our guns fingers on the trigger whatever the thing that made me crazy i was saying to colin when we were watching i was like they don't know that this isn't just egypt man like they, they very well could have went through a portal and just ended up somewhere else. The place, like to your point, John, about it not looking particularly interesting, right? Um, they fucking go to this place they assume is alien territory. And uh, it has the same <laughs> writing, the same people, the same fucking lifestyle, right? And they just start uh, rolling around like shit's weird, so... Well, yeah. they don't establish stuff enough in this movie. I was reading some 
some trivia and apparently people hated this movie on the test screenings because they said it didn't make any sense. So, so how they, how they attempted to fix it was to give, um, when Ross speaks, they, they gave him, uh, they gave him, uh, subtitles and then they filled the audience in from there as to what didn't make sense to the audience. And apparently the test screenings went a lot better when, uh, they did that. Um, they went up substantially, but like, the th- they they had like the thing that they don't talk about enough or establish enough is that and i mean you get it eventually but like all of those people were kidnapped from earth and brought to this weird planet which doesn't look weird which is another thing that confused the audience as well cuz it wasn't alien yep. enough like they said it wasn't like they didn't know he was there an were alien there two moons but yeah, that I was guess. all. That was what they give you is yeah, when they look back at the pyramid after they come out. I, I I knew it was alien at that point, but I didn't get how much. And yeah, then it's of course the whole the whole thing is that Ra is not a god; it's just an alien with some tech. And I don't know how Ra's senior guards don't figure that out either. They still feel fear Ra as a god, and they're like, "But he gives me this great technology that he also kind of masters." But for him, it must be like biological, and for me, it's. Uh, uh, just like a stick. I don't know, dude. Some of those, some of those Secret Service are total Trump stands. So, like, this shit happens. People get caught up in it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, they have it good. Ultimately, they must have for hundreds of years. Like, why ever Raw comes back? Why does he? Why does he do that? Does he just like that little tortured civilization, or he needs something from them? He needs Whatever the minerals. That they, the minerals. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Just a little civilization, and like it, he would have stolen those people from Earth. Uh, how did the Stargate get to Earth in the first place? <laughs> it's a chicken and the egg thing. Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe someone dropped it off, you know, tr- made the trek, and they're like, we'll just leave this here under some <laughs> stone carvings. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. is it in the same universe even? It might have just fell out of a cargo ship as they were passing by Earth. Just like, (laughs) boof, fell into the dirt. And if his plan was to do this all (laughs) along, and so he wanted to create the Stargate so that they could mine this mineral, then uh, he would have had to have flown there, put the Stargate there by himself, because he's all alone. The first time. He's all alone. Is it unobtainium? Is it hopium? Yeah, maybe. And then he brings all the humans opium. back. Like, that's a really I good like question. Opium. He's hooked on it. How did the Stargate get to Earth? That's really funny. Well, I think uh, clearly the Earth people were enslaved. Isn't he that the way it goes? He just dropped it off one day. Like Ra yeah, like, yeah. put it there because he was like Whoops. enslaving people. And then he also went and enslaved those But he's other by people? himself too. He was by himself. He was an alien and he found human bodies. Even if he landed on earth and then took a human body he would have to build the stargate and uh build a second one and then get him on two planets like light years apart i don't know he's got a you're saying that like the romans didn't build roads all the way to fucking england his species of aliens he probably buys those portals for like a nickel at the corner store as he's going to the galaxy five and dime and he's like ah i'm gonna like go make these egyptians i don't know man right beside the truck by the time i just happened to show up were they made it would have taken thousands of years for the trip so was the stargate made on earth like 
I don't understand. No, it's made of a... She said it was made of a mineral. That's all they gave us. And I don't know if you can make structures from minerals, you know? I guess, like, crystalline stuff, but that looked like it was a a refined metal that they somehow figured out how to electrify and and rotate to do the chevron thing. Yeah, because otherwise, they just start lifting that thing up as soon as they find it. I was saying to call it, like, if that thing's made of concrete or any kind of, like, sandstone or anything like that, it's done for the second that they try to hoist it up. Yeah. And the chicken and the egg they just test. It, it if was it's made mineral. out of the if it's made out of the minerals that they mine for him, then h- how did it get made when he didn't have slaves that he took with the Stargate yeah, the to mine place. the minerals in the first place? So like it doesn't make any sense. You just have no. to have faith. I, the one thing too is that they faith. they always they, they stand up the Stargate. Yeah, you do. They yeah, stand so up the Stargate every time, even in the, when they discover it in the original days. They stand it up, and because it's like they got the water thing going on, shouldn't it be laying down? Then it would be like this big inviting pool, and you'd be like, "Jump in!" Woo! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Actually, I like that idea a great deal. You dive yeah. into it. Yeah, and then too, but then you, you would shoot out of the pool. other side. Oh yeah, yeah, you, sure would. you would. I don't know. Jackson comes through all weird and disoriented and yeah. I so man, yeah, when he they gets start getting dizzy to the on other a seesaw side, though, he's kind of a nerd. It's true. It's true. Well, and and he's overconfident about getting them back. He's like, I can absolutely get us back. I don't know why he did that. He's just so eager to go. He doesn't care if he dies. Obviously, he doesn't care about Earth or anything there. He stays there at the end, so he risks so much too to get his girlfriend back. Like, like the whole he, he does. plan, our whole plan's fucked, and then he goes, grabs his girlfriend, and goes up into the ship. Yeah. And he, like, it totally abandons it, like, them for the some decisions. girl he met, like, the day before. I know. Or two days yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did yeah. not make There's sense. There's decisions like that happening all over the place. The fact that Kurt Russell gets, like, a, a young, youngish boy to, like, be replace his son, basically... Yeah, we I, talked about that too. I don't know. It, it ends up being super ched, like the way they do it. It's so heavy-handed. It's like obvious. I, I don't know. Uh, did I need it? That's like that's that wasn't the like, part of the movie that I was supposed to like. Like the civilization. I don't know what it was. Like the battle with the aliens. That the sci-fi, the tech. There's the saving that civilization. It's like we got a few guns. We can do it with some ingenuity. And then they gets a lot of them killed. The Kurt thing Russell that I would such a halfway character. Sorry, Colin. I was gonna just say the thing me and Brett talked about that we would have liked to have seen was that at the end when Kurt Russell was going into the Stargate, uh, you see that rectangle faced kid and like <laughs> Kurt Russell's like, I adopted him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of the other kids wanted to go with me. But rectangle, yeah. he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> rectangle yeah why did that one kid definitely look like a mutant oh the the, the special kid the rectangle triangle face that's right triangle face yeah triangle face got slow-mo blown up never triangle face he was fine though at the Man, end it scares me it scares me <laughs> i think his face looks like a rectangle not a triangle no you're right there is more of a rectangle i yeah, triangle faces from your highness so is that makeup or is that yes? Okay, just checking. Is it makeup? No, I, I thought I maybe know. this maybe. was like an Look employment thing. What was thing. his name in the credits? A tax credit, so to speak. I 
I'm not going to be able to tell. I mean, well, if you saw him in his was face, the character's rectangular, name? then you'll know. Well, I don't see pictures face. for all the actors in it. Yeah, triangle and rectangle face were both unavailable for comment. Oh, uh, shit. Uh-huh. Shit, guys. <laughs> Have you guys seen him before, that actor? No. 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 Right, yeah, or since. I think I'd remember. No, or since. That's true. Yeah. Um, Like... I guess I'll come back to it. All the gunplay in this, all the soldiering, all the battles, all that is all bullshit. I hate it. <laughs> That's I said to Colin like halfway through this movie. I said John's gonna fucking hate this movie. <laughs> yep. There's Man, it's just it's way like too bad. No, there like for a colonel of his stature, he's too casual with his weapons. Like he, uh, it's awful. It's really awful. There's no trigger discipline for anybody. They have inappropriate weapons when they're doing things. One guy's like using a sniper rifle to come out a tight quarter dark hallway. Like sling that shit and pull your pistol, son. Um, the way they set up camp out there is really ridiculously stupid. The way, like I said, they, the way they find the city is dumb. Um, they somehow the the people learn how to use their guns and somehow they brought a shitload of weapons and crates that they hide and then the people find and use to their advantage like mp5s they just when the big battle starts and and they they're almost going to get James Spader to execute the rest of them like you'd never fucking do that um and the the kids in the crowd and he flashes the lighter and he's got the mp5 under his thing and then they all pull them out and what do they all do they shoot straight up in the air all of them <laughs> I saw that and they empty their magazines. I'm like, you cannot have an abundance of ammo. How did you learn to use that weapon? That weapon in particular has a little bit of a challenge around getting it loaded because if you don't have the the charging handle all the way back and locked, then you can't get that mag in. You can't teach people from Egypt to use an MP5. You just cannot. And hit anything and understand the concept of shooting. Like, was there a scene where they trained them or showed them that shit? you can't train people was from Egypt to shoot an MP5. Say you can't train people from Medieval. Egypt. To, to shoot an MP5 like, I mean, from that time, those Egyptian people... Okay, okay, that's no. good. I just thought maybe clarity Sorry. was nice People there. from Egypt, you're, I love you, Egyptians. <laughs> love you. You can totally... I could teach you anything. It, the ways of love. Oh, sexy. Um, it was like the... But um, MP5 teaching to these kids. I, like, uh, Tell me if I'm wrong. Was there a scene where they trained them or got them ready? Was there ever a moment where they could have been like, you learn to use these? No. Nope. No, I didn't think so. So bullshit. They wrote it in cuneiform. And then everyone read it. <laughs> yeah, something. It's like, yes, they have guns. Yay. Like, <laughs> No. Yeah, it really it, it's a shame because the hype for this movie, honestly, the first half hour stepping in, going through, I'm like, what's going to happen? And then it's just meh. It is. There was meh. a lot of surprise meh. on our side as well. We um, Ta- the beginning of this movie, because Colin kept saying he's like, man, like I didn't expect this. And he, you know, when's it going to go off the rails? When's it going to yeah. go off the rails? What when did it go off for you, Colin? It's. it's like what you said, it's just boring. Like the story <laughs> is kind of boring. It's kind of like vanilla. The like the all the bad guys are like not that interesting. Like he weeds the whole thing off the wall about like it's got to be the least interesting alien character in any sentient alien character in any movie. Raw, this raw thing has to be one of the most boring. They had to uh, add the his light. His eyes are super white. 
they had to allow add the the light to his eyes in post production because nobody in the audience understood that he was an alien. So they were like, <laughs> so they had to do that because that was what people were coming back and saying in the in the test That's audience. The thing that bugs me, like not even me, like a secret gill on their neck or something cheap, like nothing to identify anybody as anything else than anything that you've already put through the portal. Yeah, that's why they like, can adopt the, the, a kid. The, even though the kid looks the question, <laughs> the question doesn't come down to is it is it a person or is it an alien. The question comes down to is it an alien or is it a god? Like, what are they trying to do here? I need to get myself in the mindset to know if we're in like a magical land or, or are we in like um, a a science kind of base land? And so, like, it just does a real shit job with setting any of that up there's a couple of times when you see raw like pick up a little thing and he's kind of like shifty eyes left and right like i'm about to use this to murder some guy as long as he just sits there and takes it which he does um it doesn't make for very exciting it seems like he's just this weird kid and he's like a, um you almost think like his his alien dad's gonna show up and slap his wrist for fucking around yeah it's yeah it's it's strangely when they yeah it's disappointing when they go through the stargate um it should have been something else like less more interesting it they like blow it in that way so what is it like what could have been done like to to, to save it like i i think it's okay that there's a civilization that's been enslaved and the freeing of said civilization and successful navigation back through the Stargate is an okay outline for the movie. This, I just think it can't be so riddled with the cliches of like the, this one guy gets the love story. This other guy gets his kid back. Um, he doesn't really, he and, and, forces another child to live in the vacancy that now you know, <laughs> exists in his fucking heart because his kid shot himself seemingly with his service revolver or some shit. Uh, that's uh, not the same a, right? so it's, it's so funny everyone, everyone feels the same about this movie too I read a review that said Stargate starts promisingly but then turns into an, an inter uh, an exercise in special effects and not so special fisticuffs uh, yeah <laughs> the, it's the fighting awful is some of that too. shit yeah, the special effects are bad. And me and Brett were talking about the painting. So so they looks like they built the, the pyramid where they, they end up with the Stargate inside of it. It looks like they built a studio with the, that piece sticking out of the sand. And then they have a big giant painting behind it with the sky and three suns. We paused it and you can totally see that's what it is. <clears throat> It's just so, it's just so unimpressive. Like that shit, I like though. I like seeing the crazy scale painting. It, and I'm not saying that it looks good, and that that's an effect worth uh, thumbs upping. Um, I guess I just enjoy when I see the the uh, the effort of that, like the old school effects. Yeah, more and so analog shit. In LA, in the Academy Awards Museum, they have one of those things in there, and it's from a movie where they were running around the um, Mount Saint. Is it what's the mountain with the president's faces on it? Mount Rushmore. 
Yeah. So they have the big painting that the actors were running around so that it looked like it was Mount Rushmore inside the museum. And you can go in there and look like <coughs> down up down on it from above or you can go down and walk in it. So you you'd like stuff like that in that museum. Yeah, this movie definitely um was pushing the limits of special effects when it came out. Like John said that that water effect through the gate are the ships or the, the laser beams but like yeah it's it was badly orchestrated um they would have never defeated these guys they would have gotten annihilated by those ships no that's the thing like, yeah. it's so stupid like they would have even with the the weapons of their military i mean if these guys were a true special forces unit then they could have done something way more ingenious to like get back, and then Spader could have done the last thing to save the day because he was fucking gonna get laid for the first time. Um, That's true, but but but, <laughs> but that that would have been nice. But it, this is not time. this is not what for that is. Time. That's the way he acts, right? That's true. I would have liked to see one of these guys put on one of their like weird digital helmet things, only to find out that it like was tailor fit to that guy and have his face like you know squished in the helmet yeah i also don't see how those things first of all they look heavy as fuck so like they They're look like they carbon fiber pounds and uh yeah broken up fiber brent kept asking what advantage other than armor do they get from wearing that thing on their head it seems like you'd be a worse soldier carrying that thing around the only thing is maybe a slight periscope advantage on the dog ones that go up high. Yeah. But then that totally exposes like your gut and nut region, right? Your midriff, all your vitals. Yeah. yeah like as, as, as evidenced in the latter bits of the movie, peasants overran individuals in groups of like five, 10. Yeah. Cause they didn't like, even so see them coming. It was a big surprise. What? Oh, that dune? Oh, noes. Like, fuck, we have flying jet things <laughs> that can make round after round, but no, we'll call them back in. Whatever the fuck. It's all brutal. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's too it's long. It's really fucking... You know what? It's way too long. This yeah. could have been like one of those beloved garbage movies if yeah. you would cut it down big time. Mm-hmm. Make it like an hour and a half. Skip all the fucking shit that, that you're pretending you have like a serious drama. And just make a fucking Transporter 3. Mew! Mew! Yeah, I agree. Is there anything anybody liked once they went through the Stargate at all? No. <laughs> John, I really didn't even think about it. I, like a, no, I put a bad, real bad taste in my mouth. I hate everybody. I hate everything. Um, you know what? Acceptable how they send the package back up to Raw. Oh, yeah. Acceptable. I like that. Established use of the teleporter. They took a piece of the guy's head off. The guy had the, the command thing to do it. I don't know how the teleporter works, but obviously that the um, triangle craft was in orbit, um, ready to get fucked by an atomic bomb. Like, that was all fine. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the ending was, was Cliches okay. of the cliches of the government sending through the atomic bomb without anyone knowing and then the atomic bomb was non-diffusable they rigged it oh no fuck all that i just i'd hate it? it i don't know they tried to try to diffuse it kurt russell and, no but what and i'm saying is how do the aliens are sorry there's only one alien and the human slaves and and army that he has 
We're like, yeah. oh, here's a nuclear weapon. Hey, you know what? We'll wig it so you can't turn it off. How the fuck did they do that? How would they have known how to do that? How'd they have known even what it was? Never mind how to fuck I, with it. Kurt Russell should have been working for a rival political figure who thought um, that the that the gateway was bad news and wanted him to blow it up and had him sneak a device like that, you know, like a world beater or at least a gate blower upper. I don't know why you need a nuke to blow up a fucking gate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but have him just sneak it over. And then he like changes as he thinks about it. But like, as it is, they all work for the same people and no one's under any misconceptions. It's just some people seem to know more than others. Um, we're going to a, a new world. We're going to leave a bomb there and come back. Should we leave the bomb that explodes and has some rubble or should we use the bomb that like will leave the lands inhabitable for a couple of hundred years or like maybe a decade or two at least with the nuclear stuff? Turn that place um, to glass. Yeah, it makes it makes little to negative sense. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't I had want one them other... to come through the gate, then just put it back buried again like for fuck's sake you don't need to go over there and yeah. blow up their gate just like bury your gate in the ground put it in a vault bury it in concrete like submerge it in concrete like you don't need to yeah, go through all this trouble do you need to do something so that your gate works yeah. like do you need consent <laughs> and there's like nothing on the there's, other side yeah, for them yeah do you need to receive like what what was on the other side of that that gate that they don't have on I receive Earth? you sand now. put it in a vacuum chamber put it in a vacuum but chamber like, and suck all the air out and they'll come through the gate and they'll be like oh, oh. every time one of them will just run through like a meat grinder be like we're not taking any visitors tell your friends <laughs> boom 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 and send like fingers back and pieces buckets of their entrails uh. and that's like earth is closed motherfuckers uh, There's one scene where they're in the throne room and Kurt Russell fights off a guard and grabs his staff and then all the children surround Ra. Do you think Kurt Russell really doesn't open fire? That's there what I said. The guy when yeah. I said that, I'm like, he fucking Brent kills, kills all everybody in front of that man. That's what I yeah. said too. He wouldn't be excessive. He wouldn't enjoy it, but he's not in a well mental state. And after everything that he's seen happen, he can end it right there by shooting a few kids. He doesn't know. That, and those kids are also protecting the evil guy. Yeah. I think he shoots her on the face too. And the movie like, big sensor thing comes up and the movie ends in slow-mo. If he's a real GI, he doesn't just do it. He turns around and tries to high-five afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, he kills, every, like, uh, overkills and then he's style. like, yeah! And he's looking and all the guards are like, oh, children. If you're going to take anything back through the gate, you take that healing machine that heals humans. 100%. A CPAP? <laughs> uh no what, what did they call it it looked like a coffin oh um, yeah yeah the that thing that where the people come back to life yeah he saves his girlfriend um, yeah yeah the goo have you guys ever seen the extended director's cut of this no I is there one is that what you watched so. no 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 i did not i i uh, avoided it uh, thankfully, but I read about it afterwards where there's some, I do kind of recall that there were some additional scenes that tried to set up more things like when Ra was abducted, the kid who was Ra way back in the day. Um, I don't know. I don't think we it would saw, be any good. But... We saw the kid back in the day in a clip. Just a little, yeah. but there was, there was something why else. Did, something else tell me in. this too then. Why did they save James Spader when he was killed? 
Why did Rob bring him back alive? Why didn't he just let him be dead? And it, like, it didn't make any sense. No, his decision on who to let let live and kill makes no sense at all. I think he they would have never brought this. Is, Spader this got is shot. Young James Spader, yeah. full of hair. Yep. Is this two days in the valley, Spader, or uh, before or after? This got to be probably that was before. Fuck! What is this? Ninety four, right? Yep. When's two days in the valley? That's got to be. Is it eighty nine? It's ninety six, actually. I have no idea. Yeah, 96. Colin didn't jump in, so, though, so at least I tried, right? Yep. I've never seen Two Days in the Valley. Is it awesome? Um, I wouldn't say it's awesome. It's a movie. It has some slick scenes, uh, very early Charlize Theron. Oh, maybe it's I no Three Days in the Valley. Uh, no, that's for sure. I, the name yeah. sounds familiar. James Spader... There's some funny Italian character stuff going on in that. It's like an um, anthology of a few different tales that come together from the valley. Jesus, and some Hatcher's of it is. It? Yeah. Danny Aiello? Wow. Yeah, Danny Aiello. Yeah, yeah that's the right. Cast. Yes. Very interesting flick. All right. Um, yeah. So we'll maybe throw that one on the list for later. Yeah, and how about um, <laughs> how about uh, Remo Williams, Colin? Will we ever throw Remo Williams on the list? Oh no! Yeah, me and John watched it before he left, and it was awful. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, but we all watched it a while ago, and yeah. it was well, terrible. Also, I can't believe terrible. how bad it was, though. I, but I do you, like that you guys had such a warm spot for it that you blanked out of your memory. We keep that trying. That you keep blanking out the bat. <laughs> I, I, I still like when he dodges bullets in the beginning, though. That's always fun. When the little guy dodges bullets. Me and John also yeah. found out. Did you know what's that guy's name in the movie, John? Uh, Chun. Chen. That guy is yeah. white, and they did his. They made him look like that with makeup. So he was fucking doing. Chinese face. He was the original Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I never knew that. I, I never, never, ever knew that that was a white guy. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't say that, uh, that that surprises me or doesn't. I can't really remember. I just, I've only yeah, seen well, it that one time. Don't go revisit. Guys. Yeah, don't Everything ever. where he's trained and spends time with Chun is great when he goes on that last mission, which is basically the whole second half of the movie. Much like Stargate, when they come through the Stargate, everything after that sucks. Yeah, when he's hanging out with Chun and stuff, it's actually not bad. But like that's like 15 minutes of that movie, 20 tops, and it's two hours long. So that's like got a lot of bad shit in it. Um, yeah, anyways, I mean, it's not usual that the beginning of the movie is the part that you want to rewatch and rewatch. Like for me, it was always reverse songs. I always loved the beginning and then I'd get bored. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then movies for me, the beginning setup, I always just wanted to skip through and get to the meat of it. So this movie having the beginning be the part that I would want to rewatch out of any of it. Uh, it makes me feel all mixed up inside, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with that too. It's bad. So what what you should do is have the movie play up to that point, and as soon as Spader goes through the portal, he com- something comes out on the other side, a different actor in a different body, and he'd be like, what? I don't know, it changed our bodies. And then just something else happens, and th- I'm, I'm going to watch that movie. 
I think, yeah, I think what I'll do is as soon as Spader walks through the, the portal, I'll shut off Stargate and I'll put on Blacklist. <laughs> Does, has anyone watched that? No, I'm Negative. certain it's terrible. It's a fucking network show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, but... It's like CSI, but spy shit. Yeah. Fuck. No, he's Hannibal Lecter. CSI was original for a minute. He's Hannibal Lecter, but they changed the name. And oh my God, it has 218 episodes and it's still on. It has, is not over. It is still being made. Kidding me? Imagine being Spader episodes. and you have to look like that forever because of that shit. <laughs> He's rolling. The last the dough, though, thing man, he did so. before. I'm sure it's okay. The last thing James Spader did before the blacklist was Avengers Age of Ultron. And he hasn't done anything but the blacklist since that. And that was 2015. So he has like taken a hiatus from doing anything but that TV show for eight years. Yeah, but I mean, who can fucking hold him? It's not that he didn't have uh, some amazing movies in his Rolodex already. Name them, name them. He's at a point. Uh, uh, fuck. Can't exactly. do that to me. It'll blank me. Two days in the valley. <laughs> we don't know. He's in, a, he's in um, fuck, he's in one that we all like. And God I'm damn. looking. I'm, I'm drifting through. Well, uh, God. Nothing. Oh, Bad influence. Bad influence with. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> he, he is known Lincoln. for often portraying eccentric and morally ambiguous characters. He is in bad influence. How would you like Secretary. that, dude? You're morally ambiguous. Okay, Secretary. Secretary, I used to like, but is that good? I don't. We don't. We have to see. No. Up. No, I watched it somewhat recently, and it's not good. Crash. Bad. Jesus. Crash the award winning crash? Or the, it's no crash. It's the, it's the, the Canadian one with the, by the Canadian filmmaker. Oh, is it? Oh, about the, the car crash stuff. Yeah, the where they crash, crash cars stuff. to get turned on or whatever. Get off. Yeah. yeah. Have, Interesting choice. I always wondered bad, about that bad, world. Bad movie. Next, it will be Fur. About Sex, furries. Lies, and Videotape. Yeah. I never saw it. Did anybody see um, it? I never saw it either. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> He um, I, I, a great career. I think it's pretty safe to call it and say that I don't think this movie holds up, not even close. Say it ain't it's, so, John. It's it's a Humpty Dumpty because I don't think you can save it from what we got here. I don't think you can chop it down and tighten it no, the screws and make no, it all. Can't, yeah, can't it's trash. It. It's fucking trash. It's, it's like popcorn baloney bullshit we couldn't figure it out so we chummed together this is the best we could do to cut all that footage together in this order and they hated it so we added some more bullshit and reshoots and just said oh there's hieroglyphics and since james spader can read them he'll just tell the whole story yeah or oh, rod did this and then he was super pissed so then he did this and he wrote this all down for some reason and then he <laughs> reading and writing he outlined it like, yeah Fuck, fuck. Yeah, I it on the stones. Yeah. When Colin and I were watching that and they were there and he just starts reading that that shit like it was a fucking language he'd been reading since he was born. Like it was brand new text. Like he knows everything that these people have. Yeah. Quebec French isn't even the same as uh, Europe French. Yeah, so, so like he needed to know the dialect and you would figure it out. 
which was yeah, and he's the only person in the world who could have done it. So like, it's just too much of a coincidence that the one guy who possibly could have done it wound up there banging that chick, <laughs> reading those hieroglyphics on the wall that told him about Karma Sutra position number seven eighty seven. Well. He owes it all to them. The only guy in the world that that could have done of. That other clueless uh, guy and that other chick back at the lab who they were trying to break the code before him. Oh, you like that, eh? I never saw that hyperglyph there before. He's Gilbert like, Gottfried? <laughs> that would be awesome. I, I could have went more it? Gilbert Gottfried than that. But no, the <laughs> other guy who plays the loser brother in every other show. I forget his name. French Stewart? No, not French Stewart. Back in the lab when they were trying to solve the hieroglyph stuff. He oh, arrives shit. and he's like the two... He's Who wrote this stuff? I, I, I did. I did. And I want my father. Anyway, sorry. Let's move <laughs> along. It doesn't Spader, hold up. James what do you Spader think? also wanted people to know that he only did this movie for the money. And he hated the script. <laughs> he like specifically wanted everyone to know that. I like when, when they do that. After they make yeah. a movie and they come out and say like, look, I, let's just be honest. I did not enjoy this movie. I fulfilled all my marketing duties and I finished up the fucking, you know, the, yeah. the what do you call it? The secondary recording shit. Yeah. But it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't hold up. I'll just say it doesn't hold go. up. Yeah. I don't think there's anything needs to be said any more than that. Yeah. You feeling the same, Brent? I am. I'd like to see a remake, though, where the Spader character is uh, Alex Jones. Mm. I think that that would be much more interesting to have just like a complete fucking batshit crazy wingnut type of character instead of Spader, who is like got no real charisma, but seems to be charismatic to people. Um, <laughs> he's got this weird supernatural knowledge for this shit. He makes a terrible have decision charisma. to stay there at the end. You know what Doesn't I mean? Doesn't have charisma, but but people find him charismatic. That's a very good description of Spader's character. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't like that. So it doesn't hold up for me. I don't need to bore anybody further with why. Oh man, all good. I think we all get it. I think anyone who watches this gets it. Even like Rotten Tomatoes is holding this at a flimsy 52, so most people get it. But the other 50% of you, do you not see that this is just absolute garbage? Like, whatever, man. Are we, uh, John, are we I, doing Django next? Yeah. Did we not already Unchained. do Django Unchained? We did not do the Django at sure? all, and I'm pretty sure. I think sure, it only recently came up, didn't it? I remember talking about the ending of this movie, the double ending and stuff. You love to talk about this but, movie but. in comparison to other movies. <laughs> but I, I swear we did it on a podcast. I, I don't... On the podcast, many times you have brought up the ending of yeah. Django Unchained oh, as but something we never that actually you watched absolutely the movie. hate. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So now you're going to get a chance to do it all over again, It's the my double friends. endings. Okay, and then True Grit. I bet you won't like it again this Quick time. Quick and the Dead. <laughs> well, wait a sec, though. I'm not saying that it doesn't hold up, though. Oh, I know. This I is know. country month, ending. is it not? Western. <laughs> it's country month, it's folks. Western month. <laughs> oh, right. So True Grit. <laughs> so I'm actually excited to see True Grit because I've only seen yep. it once, and it's Coen Brothers and Damon, and I think that'll be good. That's right. Quicken the Dead. I remember liking Stone. that one. 
I'm very excited about Quicken the Dead with Stone. Quicken the Dead is going to Eugene suck. Gene Hackman, a young, young, young Leonardo DiCaprio is in that as well. That's right. Sharon Stone. Leo, like, uh, like also, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, what a cast. And Lance, Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, Come Lance on. Hendrickson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Russell Crowe, Sharon Stone, and Ooh, Gene, uh, Hackman. Gene Hackman. Gene ha- Like, what a cast. How much did they yeah, spend quite, on the cast it's crazy. for that movie? It was because it's what's his name. It's what's his name from Evil Dead fame who directed it, and people thought it was weird. Yeah, Raimi did it. Yeah, Raimi directed it, and it's got I know, and it's got so many Raimiisms too in it that you'll see and you'll be like, oh my god, it's so Raimi. Like (laughs) it has too many Raimiisms to my recollection, but and the good, um, the bad, and the also some interesting stuff. I'm not upset. I like the vernacular Raimiisms. Yeah, he'll love that too. I. Just saw him we have to fit in. He's all about himself. <laughs> we have to fit in good, bad, and the ugly later. It has to be in a later time because I'm standing firm on Quigley Down Under is the way we wrap up this month of cowboyness. You, the mustache. You, are, you go to Down Quigley Under. Down Under, which I have never seen, mind you, over yep. the good, the bad, the ugly. I, it's not that I don't want to do the good and bad and the ugly, but that's what I feel is going to happen, and we can fit in. Well, we'll do it later, G-B-U. but we got to do that later. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to go over somewhere like that. It doesn't need to be confined to a Western month. It's just an old movie that we'll check out. I just thought, away with the old movies for a while. We'll push it away. We'll keep it somewhat fresh. Stick in the 90s. Stick in the 2000s. Those are some the of best the 2010s. years. We're going yeah, so I, far I like west. Those. We're going to Australian out west. That's right. But out back Alan west. Rickman, folks. Tom Selleck and Alan Rickman. I'm telling you, it's going to be a little treat. You'll write. recognize the lady in it too, because she was on um, one of the ra- one of the radio shows you like. Um, news radio, uh, Stern. news radio, maybe she's one of the gals in that. Anywho, check it out, y'all. That's what we got coming. Uh, it's so fun to have you around for this crazy, shitty movie, Stargate. So stick that in your Stargate and, and put it into the meat grinder on the other end. Earth is closed and our podcast is closed. So thanks, folks. We'll see you next week. Until then, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.